Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Jim Gray. Hey, hey. Talking about Gray. Jim Gray. Jim Jam. Gray Slide. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to another episode of Believe in Skateboarding. We are going to start with the first question we always start with. That's I'm Jim Gray. Who the hell are you? I'm Donald Cassell. Donald Grind Cassell. King skate, Grind oh. King Skate Trucks. I love that. So, so Grind King, as most of you skaters, you're probably listening to my podcast because most of you guys are older. You kids don't even know who we, we are, so hopefully you're learning. But for me uh, and everybody else here listening, no, we know Grind King was a major player in skateboarding. Uh, they, they were innovators. Uh, as I just mentioned to Donald, one thing we have in common, but he gets 10 times more credit than I do in reality because he went much bigger and was much deeper in the market, is we're a couple of the only guys in our generation that made trucks. Right? I made the standard truck, mm-hmm. and he made Grand King. I think we were also the first two people to go all for small hole pattern. Uh, mm-hmm. I think everybody started double drilling, and uh, when I came out with the standard, I made all four small, and I think yep. you had just done yours as well. I think you, you beat us to that. But So, t- Grind King went big. You're going to have to talk about some of the things that happened, because obviously it went away for a while, and, and now mm-hmm. it's back. So, first thing, I guess, welcome back to skateboarding. Thank you. It's great to be back. I'm really excited to um, you know, have an, another um, round in skateboarding this time. You know, I call it kind of grinding 2.0. So I like that. That that matches um, today's society. Yeah, 2.0. Yeah, exactly. And I, and that uh, is sort of the direction I'm I'm taking grinding is really for the next generation of skateboarding and how to um, design product that will actually help skateboarders take it to the next level. When did you start shipping again? Uh, I started shipping um, probably a few months uh, into nine. In 2019, so you know it's been almost so you're getting close a, to a year. Close to a year, yeah. yeah you know, and, I, and what do you find is the most most changed thing in the skateboard market? Well, number one is it's hugely changed because uh, it it was kind of it actually was very humbling because I I jumped back in just thinking it was going to be like boom, you know, Grind King's back and be right in there with the top selling trucks and um, the the playing field for skateboarding has changed so dramatically that you have to kind of rethink your whole marketing strategy, and it's no longer the trade shows and magazines. Yeah, yeah the magazines. That's good. That's yeah. me. The number one change is going to be magazines. Yeah, magazines. It used to be you just put an ad in, and that immediately told people you exist. Now you put out an Instagram, and yeah. then you have to build your following, and nobody sees it. See, the magazine went to everybody before, so you could be new put on a new brand and then everybody sees it. Correct. Now you're new and no one knows you exist until you find a way to pierce the social media veil. Correct. So that's a that's yeah. a major change. So it's a major change which is you know it, it, it is disadvantage at at first because yeah. you're you have to kind of repave your pipeline to skaters through this digital channel that you have to you know play that game these days. The the big uh, advantage I think see in the longer run is that this is much more of a way to be directly engaged with the skater, true, and have a a, 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 
a better connection to to the for a skater to have a better connection with the brand. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunity, and uh, it also is a, an advantage because uh, the way the skate industry, as you know, has been in the past, uh, even today, it's very uh, monopolized by the magazines who own all the brands. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, we all know. Yeah. You don't even have to. Yeah. I don't beat around yeah. the bush. Thrasher owns. Indie. About 75% yeah. of skateboarding. Yeah. All, about all we'll the top. 50 to 60%, I'm going to guess. I don't know yeah. the real numbers. 50 60 minimum mm-hmm. of all skateboard products sold are sold between Deluxe and and, and uh, NHS. Right. And they own Thrasher. Right. Between them. So it's like they are, I mean, a lot of people think Thrasher is a skateboard magazine. And I basically say, you can't claim skateboard magazine. It's a catalog to sell your products. Right. You know, and if yeah. other people get even any kind of side promotion out of it, it's just to try to appear legitimate, but there's really no desire at all. They don't want you to sell a truck. There's no doubt about well, it. Well, well, it would be this equivalent to if if um, car and driver or motor trend was owned, owned by owned, Ford. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so I, agree. I mean, so it, it really was. It was really always something that I. Uh, resented about the skate industry in the sense it was it was sort of like an uphill battle to to really compete because you're always you know you're never going to get the cover of Thrasher you're never going to no. get the back and as I was as a skater yeah. mm-hmm. I was a tra- I rode for Tracker mm-hmm. I was loyal I got on Tracker young Tracker was uh, made fun of by the indie guys just because they wanted to have some way to make their truck appear better mm-hmm. you know and I still laugh at how many guys have told me like oh you ride those trucks that can't turn I'm like I just out turned you out grind you went faster than you and made you look yeah. like a piece of shit but you're still sitting there teasing me. Because you're so insecure, you want to feel good about what you have, and you. I saw I saw dudes with indie ball tats. Yeah. You know? I mean, they're like you know, like dude, indie for life. That's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm glad they no, have that it, pride. It, I respect. I indie. would respect the mm-hmm. er, the the fair earned part of it. Just the the part. Unfortunately, half of it was earned through being little sissy bully, like talk behind mm-hmm. people's back. So I can't give respect to that. You know what I mean? I just don't. That's not me as a person. I don't respect someone who earned it by just like we don't respect Rocco. I don't have a lot of respect for Rocco. I don't know yeah. how you feel about Rocco because so much of what they did that gave them success was by tearing other people about yeah. and whispering behind people's back and undermining <laughs> and backstabbing. I don't do that. I'm straight up. You know, it's like I mean, we were competitors at one point. Who cared? Yeah. We made a truck. They make a truck. We tried to yeah. sell it. You know, my thing wasn't going. We weren't going to get on the phone and go, "Grind Kings suck." We hear yeah. their bolts are falling out or whatever, because that's the kind of stuff they do. I mean, that's the kind of stuff World did to me when they were in a lawsuit with me. Literally, their reps were on the phone saying, mm-hmm. "Hey." We keep hearing Acme's out of business, but we can't confirm that. Do you, have you heard that? You know, and it's the same as just going around and saying, "I heard Donald punch some guy in the mouth." I, eventually, someone's going to be like, "Hey, is it true you hit some guy?" And you're like, "What? Where'd that come from?" They just spread stuff. Yeah. And unfortunately, well, when you can't respond, because yeah. today mm-hmm. there's, there's there's social media. Exactly. You know, I mean, the whole battle between me and Rocco, mm-hmm. I would have kicked his ass in the social media world because mm-hmm. I could have gone toe to toe day by day, and I definitely had a better story. He wasn't mm-hmm. legitimate; he was a freaking scumbag. You know, it's like you know. Um, but I couldn't get that out there. I had to wait for three months for the next magazine to come out to even respond or retort. And then so they could undermine you and swirl you. So mm-hmm. that whole going back to the whole like kind of indie thing like that, it was built in an era when they could create chaos because they had the connections through their magazine and they could whisper behind people's backs and they could talk in the trash section. They could kind of undermine you quietly and they seeped out. It's like it's like, it's like poisoning the roots and waiting for the leaves to die. That's what they did. They poisoned everyone's roots. You know, and now well, now know, that you're I, back, I, I think, you know. I think that, you know, my, my take on indie is, is this, you know, because I used to ride, I used to be an indie rider. Mm-hmm. I, I think they make great trucks. I think that... Trucks are fine. I, I think that, um, you know, that there's there's nothing wrong with it, but they, are, they have uh, sort of rested on their laurels of just being this, like, get the best, fuck the rest. Yeah. And, they haven't changed you know, anything. There's nothing new about yeah, an indie and, for a and, long and, ass and time. And so, you know, I, I, my, my take on it is I think, I think they're... they're uh, their 
great trucks for back in the 70s and 80s where yeah. they you know they they were they were hot back then but yeah. they've you know this is the 2020s and you know if if you look at cars you look at bikes you look at most things they've improved yeah. and so and, uh, my philosophy is to is to create trucks that can uh, be that are improvements they even anything i put out today well i'm already working on the next thing out as soon as i come out with something i'm already thinking of what i'm going to improve on my next truck and i think there's no reason that uh skate trucks can't be improved as well if you look at cars from the 80s and you look at you know teslas and cars today there's no comparison they're much better efficient and well i I gave you credit for doing the bolt the the bolt going downward Mm -hmm. it's brilliant because mm-hmm. it was one of the biggest problems in trucks was yeah. that the, the your nut was always in the way get getting grinded up, off, you know, getting hung you get, you get up. You get know, hung so, up. Um, and, and that's the thing, you know, I think skaters are hung up on indie. No, no well, they're hung intended. up on having the same thing that um, makes them look cool. But, you, you know, know, and I, we, we say, uh, you know, I've been saying, you know, be independent, ride Grind King. Yeah, yeah I love that. Well, honestly, you want my advice? This is my, my, my straightest advice. And this is a funny thing. The indie guys, they already hate me anyway, so I don't care. But my best advice to truck company is just punch them in the face over and over again. Because guess what? They can't do shit. They're so big. It's mm. not like they, it used to be Indy, Tracker, Thunder, they all had a big market share. Indy is like probably more than 50% of the market, 70% of the market, so much of the market, they can't get any more of the market. Everyone knows they're completely sold out in every way from an ashtray to a freaking, they probably have diapers by now, I don't mm. know. Um, so the brand has a little bit of a, you know, tainted sort of like overplayed thing. Well, and, know, and again, it, they haven't really done it, much it, new. Like I say, so it, hit them in the face. It, Show it, them what you do it, new, it, hit it, them in the it, face. It, you know, they can't it, fight it, back. If, you, if you're into riding the, the same trucks you're grandpa road yeah i mean that's that's awesome because i think there's a vintage market that'll always be there but i think for the new generation of skaters you know we're going to the olympics you know performance is going to be we can increase your ability on how you skate and take your skating to the next level by providing better higher performance products i agree so that's my that's oh, well of, i i and I, my, I told uh, you i started direction. power flex wheels yeah. i don't know if you knew that but again we have cores and mm-hmm. i have different hardnesses of cores things like that i'm trying to do things mm-hmm. to change the performance yeah. of skateboarding yeah, exactly. not just what did i do i put a dragon on my graphic this time yeah oh, i put a freaking yeah. snake i yeah. put a i put a lizard it's like no i actually fucking made good stuff i mean i i, yeah. I personally as a skater want things to perform yeah but yeah, yeah. Well, my advice literally is to go straight up and just punch indy in the face over and over again because if they fight you back they grow you Exactly. If they look the other way, you nip away at them. So they're literally they're like they're like this the giant right now. All you can do is just sit there and bash at their ankles, and they're going to go. Oh man, if we acknowledge them, that those little ankle hit, those ankle smacks mm-hmm. hurt right now. But if we look down there, everyone's going to see us looking down. So mm-hmm. so if they if they come at you, it's awesome. They'll double your size overnight. Mm-hmm. And if they don't. You just keep chipping away. So mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of funny. And I, I'm sure they're saying, I'm sure they have these meetings like, how do we protect yeah. ourselves? Like, yeah. let's make a towel. You know, that's not how we protect ourselves. Let's make a fire hydrant. No, no. Like, well, you know, we like know? you say, they're, they're probably best, if I was indie, you know, I would kind of say the best thing to do is ignore the. the, the they have to. There's no yeah. choice. Yeah, they have so, no choice. You know, so I, uh, you know, but, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I've definitely got some. Things up my sleeve. <laughs> Good. So, so what have you? What's new on your newest truck? Well, okay. The newest truck that I came out with is the Disruptor. I came okay. back with a Disruptor. Love now, the fucking name. <laughs> well, Disruptor. that's what I'm intending to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the, the the Disruptor is is sort of a, I would say a, a cons- for Grind King a conservative entry point truck because I didn't want to overly. Uh, come up with a truck that was too radical 
uh, because the skateboarders in general are conservative, as radical. They, are, they know, really they, are. They, no, no, they, absolutely. They, they do not like they, they rapid change. Yeah, yeah they're like know. that BMW skateboard. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're yeah. just not going to ride that. No. So, uh, uh, so skateboarders, because they're conservative, I came out with the disruptor as a entry point for Grind King, which was to show a truck that was had subtle differences from you know most trucks out there. But those subtle differences, if you add them all up, create a, a higher performance truck. Um, I am working on things, and like I say, I'll always be working on things. My my passion is to design these trucks. I'm very passionate about what I do. I treat it; it's my art. It's not just an engineering. Oh, I I, uh, I get it completely. It's, it's, it's to I, me, it's like I, I'd be I, rich if all I cared if, about was making if, if selling people, skateboards. If, if any skater or or person sees how much time I geek out on spending time and looking at my my trucks, I mean, I I, I really really put a lot of thought and I mean all the time I mean it's not just once in a while I mean I live for this for doing it now that I'm back into designing trucks again I'm going to be putting a lot of my life energy into creating the best trucks no I love that because that'll make your truck better the other guys are only putting their effort into sales and marketing yeah, you know what and, I mean? and, and, and I want to also mention that best trucks, you know, is is a is a subjective word for because sure. because there is no such thing as a best anything. best truck for you. How's you know, that? yeah, exactly. It, because it ha- you I, have to I, like I, the feel I, of a like truck. Like I say, I'm 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 focusing on this new next generation skater that wants to uh, that uh, that has taken their performance to the higher level, and you know, we skateboarding from the '80s to the today is a huge there's a huge difference well there so, is so i'm trying to design trucks for this new generation kids like really loose and, trucks now yeah and so they like floppy trucks trucks well that, but see but then there's not, some trucks but there's, some, not even but there's some skaters that like tight trucks no, no, mean, you're right. you, no, you're right. you have to there's every type of skater out there right. and the reason why is because there's heavy skaters light skaters skaters that do street first. i resemble that first i mean remark. huh I resemble that first remark. <laughs> the heavy so, skaters, yes. Yeah, and you know, so so you you have to have a, a, a range of trucks, and you're never going to have the best truck for everybody. But sure. you certainly can have it for like the niche that I'm going for is is this more uh, modern skater that wants to uh, you know c- compete in the Olympics and stuff like that, where you really need performance, and you're you're not just trying to ride something that's same old, same old. So, um, but. Um, you know, there's there's other areas to innovate, which I'm also working on. And in the 10 years that a lot of people wonder what happened to me, uh, there's even a video this guy Rad Rat does uh, that got me actually back into the industry. I have to credit this guy Rad Rat because I, I was wondering about Grind King after 10 years being out of the industry, um, you know, what what's going on. And so I, I Google Grind King and all of a sudden this video pops up, what happened to Grind King? And I'm like, what the fuck? What's this? What happened to Grind King? And and this guy's talking about me, and and the company is going like this. Here's this company had all these innovations, and this guy came up with all these new products, and then it just disappeared. Like you know, it wasn't like the product was bad. It was just that he just disappeared. And he's going like, you know, I think he got back into you know maybe land developing and all that stuff. He didn't really know what happened to me. Yeah, and a lot of so, us didn't. I mean, sometimes I didn't hear. What so story I'm going to tell. I'm going to let people know what happened because yeah. everyone wants to know. I, I, of course. Um, so I was abducted by aliens. And you were, no, okay, well, what planet did they take you to? <laughs> no, no, what happened was uh, the, the real story, oh, the real story is uh, I was expanding my company at a time, it was about 2008, 2009, I was giving Pretty it the gas. Pretty time. Yeah, when, yeah, this is when, for those who don't know, the economy was taking a tank, and especially the skate industry, every industry, but... Um, this is when I was giving it the gas, which would have, which was the opposite of what I should have been doing. I should have been, you know, 
toning things down and, and embracing the fact that you don't want to expand in a time when, when the economy is going down. So here I was trying to blow up all these different brands. I had too many brands. I, was, I started uh, uh, one of the brands I was putting way too much money and energy into was Grind Queen, okay. which was Clothing, my, yeah. my, my answer to Roxy okay. uh, from yeah. Surf. So I was figuring, hey, you know, if Roxy can do a, a girl's line for Surf, why can't a skate company do a, a girl's line from skate but make it more like Roxy yeah. gone bad was yeah. the kind of thing. I get like it. No, I get rock. it. And so I, I was putting all this money into that and where I should have been putting on the brakes and, and focusing really on Grind King, which was my core brand. So I got caught with my pants down in a sense in, in all this money going out. And then on top of it, I made the horrible mistake of taking all the money out of my house. Um, putting had, it back in the company? I'm putting it in oh, the I company. Oh, I did the same thing. Yeah. I, I kept Acme's factory open for two years off refinancing my house. Yeah. But I didn't take a penny out of the company. And, so, and, so and that yeah, was, I did the so same that thing. So that was the, the fatal mistake. And the next thing I know, here I am in debt um, with all this huge overhead 23 people totally, a giant totally warehouse you know how it goes yeah all this money all of a sudden i'm in debt and it's and like the, the economy uh, the, sucking the toilet and, the yeah. sp- starts flushing you know well and the bummer what people don't realize there's a point when i looked when, when acme was at its peak and we did acme channel one formula one standard yeah plan, all this stuff like that and i made clothing uh mm-hmm. we did about 30 percent of our sales were clothing mm-hmm. uh we made cut and sew pants and shirts and jackets stuff like that um but about 75 percent of my inventory dollars were in the clothing. Hmm. So you were getting, it because it just didn't turn as fast, uh, the margins weren't as big, so on and so forth. So if you have a, if you, if you're off in clothing, you can be fucked overnight. Yeah. I've never had a problem selling yeah. a skateboard, even at, at worst case cost. Well, like I said, you know should, I, mean, I should have. truck, I mean, you can get rid of that. I mean, worst case, you're yeah. selling it for what you pay. I, clothing, you sell it for five cents on the dollar and, and it's, of what and you yeah, made. So, yeah, and that's what happened to me. Yeah. So the next thing I know, I'm in debt. I'm in this debt spiral because once you get in this debt spiral, it's like the toilet's flushing. Been there, and done you that for yeah. sure. And so all of a sudden, you know, all what happens? Vendors when that don't happens, want to make you stuff because ex- you can't pay them. That's exactly you know? correct. Yep. And so then all of a sudden, it's like, uh oh, I'm, I'm, I, what am I going to do now? I'm, I'm, I'm fucked because now I can't get product, I can't get out of debt, and the toilet just flushed. And so now I'm, what do I do now? So what I started doing is uh, I had this warehouse and. And I was thinking, you know, I think I'm going to, I go to this event every year called Burning Man and I connect to this really amazing community out yeah. there. And so I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll do something, I'll start throwing parties, you know? I mean, at least I'll have, be having fun, you know? Yeah. Not, it won't be the same as skateboarding, but I'm, I'll probably be good at it because I used to throw pretty fun parties. So I started throwing parties and um, word got out and my parties started getting really popular and... All of a sudden, I was like, "Hey, I'm in the party business." You know, I'm doing. Were you still un- doing skateboards on the side? No, I was just like, focusing did you just on close parties. it down one day. I, I, one day he's gone too. It's, it's too far done. And done. I'm, yeah, yeah. it's just like, and I was all yeah. bummed out because, of, like I say, the, we were talking about Thrasher, and it's yeah. like how un, how just un uh, the, the unjust it the, is. Uh, how's that? What's the yeah. word? It's just it's not it's unfair. Even, it's not it's actually a, unfair. Is well, all I, it is. it's it's yeah. just not an even playing field. Yeah, and I can't say what they do. Nothing. Life is well. I can't say nothing that happens is illegal. You know, I mean, but but that's just the way it is. But it's disruptive. It's it's. It's just the way it is. It yeah. was an uneven playground, and I was just t- I was kind of burned out. I was just putting sure. all. Totally you know, I just it. just felt like wow. After all that I've done, I'm just gonna have to like stop. Yeah. So I started doing parties, yeah. and the parties became very popular. And I started rebuilding my name. I'm kind of very well known in the underground LA party scene, especially in the Burning Man community. Uh, everybody knows me. They don't even know I've 
most people don't even know I you did, did Grind King. I understand. You know? that. That's and the people yeah. are finding out now. They're going like, "What? You did Grind King?" Because all these partiers people are like, they're scared. Some of them were scared, and they couldn't believe I had done yeah. Grind King. So, um, so th- anyway, long. So you got yourself ten, recovered ten, financially. So, you were so, making money. So I was making money, but then I got uh, there was uh, uh, in Oakland, California, uh, about two three years ago. There was this fire. I remember. Uh, the ghost yeah, ship my fire. nieces lived lived nearby and so, there. And so, like literally three days after that fire that killed all these people in in Oakland, I get shut down here in L.A. because we were like they're tripping on they, parties. We were, Where are they we taking were, place? We were, I was like they... the biggest name in L.A. Yeah. And all of a sudden, is that what you were doing? Underground warehouse parties up yeah. there in L.A. Yeah. yeah. And so that three days after that happened, fire trucks all the way up and down my street, knocking on my door. Is this Purple Thirty Three? It was called Purple Thirty Three. I'm like, yeah, they're going, well, you know, you guys are doing underground parties here. We, we've got, you know, some information. And I was like, and they said, no, done. So I was like, oh, shit. You know, like here I'm, you know, here I had re-stepped, re, re you know, started a whole something The new. only surefire thing in life is when you get something going, yeah. someone tries to take it right and out And then it's just Monday, like, boom, like, gone. Like, yeah. I was like, not again. So, yeah. like, that's when I, you know, looked, Googled Grind King. And I found this, like, what happened to Grind King? So you got King. a little inspiration. So, so about three days later, I'm booking a trip to China to go redo my trucks. Now, a lot of people say, why aren't you still making them in the USA? Market's well, well, changed. independent venture, everybody's making their They're trucks there. China, and, yeah. and, and the reason why, just so people want to know, it's not because uh, of, of necessary just being greedy or something or trying to get your, it's mainly because the, the cost of manufacturing trucks here is, is, has gotten so high, most kids and skaters would not be able to afford um, the the cost. I mean, it's just you can't compete. And the other reason, which is, is your, are your foundries even around well, anymore? Are they most of them gone? Or? Most of them are gone now. Yeah. The other reason, which was it blew my mind, was because ten years ago the quality was better in the U.S. and that's yeah. why I always wanted to keep my trucks made in the U.S. Yeah. But looking at the trucks now, and compared to my trucks made here, the quality has is now better in China. I mean, it's much better. And so um, I I. You know, to be competitive and to create these trucks that that are going to be uh, next generation level trucks that I'm talking about and the quality, you have to kind of be there. Unfortunately, I I, I would have to say. I and I prefer, agree. I swear, now, I was yeah. a big anti-China guy with my wood yeah. shop or everything else. Because honestly, to this day, I didn't mm-hmm. need to ever stop making boards here. Because the boards I could buy from China were only a couple dollars less than what I could make them for myself. But because most of the industry didn't actually make their yeah. own boards, well, like that the, was what the other pushed the it other there, thing you know? is like, so. boards. I mean, you would think boards would be made here. I mean, coming from Canada, the maple. Nope, they're also be, yeah. most well, of the, the funny skateboards thing is that, are the, made the, in China. The, the, well, the, most of the maple actually comes from the U.S. People, so I don't know somewhere along the way, someone called skateboard maple. Canadian maple. It's North American hard rock well, maple. There well, really is no. Well, Canadian. actually, actually, it uh, when I went because I I've been to China yeah. now about I think it's my fifth trip there. I've been going back and forth um, there, and I visited the largest skate deck manufacturing yeah. uh, facility in China, and it's, it's and they spin their own logs and everything like that. They're, and they're getting them from Canada. The guy oh, told me. Oh yeah, okay. well, they get some from the flies. U.S. too, because my guys that sold yeah. us the wood in uh, yeah. in in, this, right, in Wisconsin. This, I'm sure they're know. getting maybe yeah. both. Places, but they, but yeah, but. the guys in Wisconsin told me. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens now is what happens. A container ships over from China that costs three or four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and it ships back for like eight hundred bucks. Right. Because it's empty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can so, ship containers so, back for like one fourth of what we. So they buy logs here. In the yeah. U.S., and they, ship yeah, them to and China, they, and, they, and you go and to China, this factory, and you see these logs. I mean, these. Well, like, and the guys are twenty-five cent an hour giant, labor, so it's like you can spin a log for nothing, yeah. and so yeah, I get it. I mean, and they're, I think, and they're uh, making this factory is making. A, they told me their production is about a million skateboards per year. They're up to up to a million. And they're yeah. making, and I looked at the brands. You know, I'm not going to mention brands, but 
I, very all the recognizable brands sure. you've you've heard of most of them are are at these factories. So skateboarding is now you know it's a it's and again a, it's that's because channel. those manufacturers yeah. weren't manufacturers. Yeah, like I was rare in skateboarding. Mm -hmm. I was I made Acme boards in my Acme factory. Mm -hmm. I but unfortunately mm -hmm. I lost so much money through all that world bullshit and lawsuit and yeah um, whatever that I I couldn't keep marketing. Right. So I switched right. to OEM manufacturing mm -hmm. and then it all it all vaporized out from under me when all the OEM customers went mm -hmm. overseas to Mexico and China. So I. I had no customer base left and couldn't keep the overhead to, you know paid for and I couldn't market because again the market had changed yeah, advertising you know there's new ways of doing it and it was too expensive and so yeah I just basically faded away until I couldn't keep the overhead going anymore yeah uh, but because I had the sticker thing mm -hmm. in the same factory I never I didn't have to step away from the industry entirely because I just shut the skateboard manufacturing part of it and I just kept printing stickers for Volcom and Von Zipper and mm -hmm. you know now you know Nike and fucking awesome there's all these people just mm -hmm. keep coming to us Dogtown you name it so yeah yeah um, well that's... So I've stayed close to the industry but and then about three years ago I started working on the PowerFlex thing the the founder of yeah, PowerFlex came great. to me Bob and said hey we've always wanted to re I wrote PowerFlex wheels yeah and they, you know tried to get me to do it 10 years ago and it was way too early time wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't have worked and all that and then about three or four years ago I said we'll, we'll talk about it and then him and his brothers got together well, and you kind know, of made the, me I offer, think so. brands like Grind King um, and you know maybe even Acme. I yeah. mean, they, you yeah. know, coming, no, we may do some reissues. You know, there's it's a, there's a new day, and I uh, and I. But one of the things that uh, I, I want to mention that was a blessing in disguise because there, you know, going, you know, you, things happen in life, and you go through these, you know, what could be a tragedy or, or could be, a, uh, you know, you lose your business, whatever it is. Um, you, you know, you have to keep your head up and you have to look for the silver lining because there always is, a, a, you know, if, if you really look for it, there, there, it could turn it into actually a blessing. And, and I I've, I've look at what happened to me as truly a blessing in disguise uh, because I didn't, I would never have taken uh, a, a turn that I, I'm, I think is going to be an important part of what Grind King and I, what you I see. I agree. I'm happier than I've ever been. And right. I, used to, I used to do $5 million a year mm -hmm. and live in a, my old house worth $3 million now. And I had to mm -hmm. walk away from all that stuff. I don't own any mm -hmm. of it. I rent. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, I have less than I've ever had. I used to have 100 employees. Well, less, There's less, a lot of pride in making less stuff. Can be more, less yeah. can be more. No, because and, I'm happier. Depends, yeah, the fact that exactly. we're here talking now, mm -hmm. you know, I'm doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean... I might make a dollar or two off my podcast if some advertisers go on there, but that's not the reason I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I know all these people yeah, and I get to have great is, conversations and share it's information. It's authentic. Authenticity is a big word. Well, we're sharing like information. To, people are going to be yeah. stuck to hear your story. They want to hear the story. I get to bring it to them just because we know each other and I'm mm -hmm. positioned in a place where I can get yeah. every generation. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the Nine mm -hmm. Club guys are killer. They're rad. They're nice guys, very professional studio, all that. Um, they're very focused. Mm -hmm. You can tell the majority of their guys are kind of 90s, 2000 street guys. That's their that's their guys they know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and yeah, they bring in a Lance Mountain or so on and so forth. But guys like Lance Mountain, so they're just my friends. I just say, stop by and let's talk. And I still, because I'm still out skating, one of those few people mm -hmm. my age never stop skating i'm seeing all the young kids that are growing mm -hmm. up so i can get them in here too and it's just uh so and because my sticker business is is kind of crosses over all these lines i mean you're not my sticker customer will you be maybe i don't know you can see this it doesn't matter to me i don't sell it's just i'm here people know you're there it keeps my awareness in the industry mm -hmm. there so it allows me to uh just be circulating through the industry mm -hmm. so i'm i'm super lucky i get to get to do this you know and yeah, the fact that the absolutely. fact that i don't have to make this about making money. I can do a podcast with anybody I feel like. It doesn't matter. I did a podcast with my mom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was just like, how does skateboarding affect you? I was a skateboarder, yeah. so it affected you. So let's talk, yeah, mom. Yeah. You know, it's like, and some people have told me, oh, your mom's podcast was so rad. You know, because that's just, I want people to hear the different perspectives of different people. Women, men, young, old, mm -hmm. manufacturers, mm -hmm. pros. 
you know, um, random dudes who just happen to be into skateboarding and uh, and again not having the pressure, you know, financially to make it a business, mm-hmm. it makes it it's going to be a lot more uh, natural. Right. No, no business influence. We're not. I mean, maybe someday we'll video this, but there's not a bunch of logos taped on the wall. You know, um, I, yeah. I'm not bound to any advertiser. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I get random ads thrown at me from the network. I read ads about freaking shaving my balls and mattresses. I'm like, how freaking rad was that? <laughs> So yeah. who knows? There might be an ad in this. I have no idea. They just give me an ad. Yeah. The network just goes, yeah. hey, we got ads this week. Here, well, you know, it's kind of like a radio what, show. What, what, I bet you're sitting home wishing you were outside. Well, while you're waiting us out at home with us, you can still have some fun betting at betonline.ag. With no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. But BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. But sports, they're not totally done. There's still eSports, American Idol, Big Brother, The Elections, The Spelling Bee, their $750,000 poker series. There's still more fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. One of the things I, um, uh, you know, I, I was... I was going to say is that the, the the blessing for me that I got out of the whole losing the you know my my businesses and you know having this different life for the last ten years of a completely different uh, you know a completely different industry is that um, it 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 made me focus my innovation because I I always like to I'm always trying to create something and so I, I focused instead of skateboarding stuff during this last 10 years I, I started really getting into technology mm-hmm. so I, I, I've developed some apps and things like that and and I've, I'm, I've after 10 years you kind of when you when you step out of some an industry for that long and you look at it again you, you have a completely new perspective when you're in the industry sometimes you just get you know lost and almost blind oh to, I see a lot of guys still yeah. trying to adapt Adapt, rules that yeah. will never work yeah. again and you know they won't but they keep trying to throw them back mm-hmm. at what they're doing and you i can sit back and just again even because i haven't been really selling skateboards mm-hmm. you know what i mean until i started the wheel thing but it's also not you know so same thing 10 plus years whatever in general not being in the daily grind of skateboarding and you mm-hmm. watch what other people do and you, yeah you watch it, you, the market change new kids are changing what it, they skate's changing and you're not yeah. changing guys yeah and you know? so so for me to you know the for 10 years of, of really focusing in on technology i learned a lot and I'm going to, um, uh, you know, there's there's things that I'm going to bring to the table that involve that in skateboarding. So um, I, that that's kind of um, my my goal is not to just create. Uh, just so you know, my one of the things most people aren't aware of is I'm I'm really out here and coming back into the street to to um, reshape how this culture is is with some technology as well. It's not just going to be new trucks, but it's going to be uh, some things that involve technology cool so um, that that's uh, you know coming yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find out about that when it gets launched you heard it here first yeah. you don't know what it is but yeah, we're gonna go back one day still top secret no like, I understand you, well uh, you know, what, honestly one thing you yeah, know about this yeah. industry those big guys are sitting in their conference rooms scratching their ass not knowing what the heck's going on because they don't know what's going on they're not leaders they're followers they're the mm-hmm. biggest followers they are they want to know what you're thinking because they want to start being ready to squash you before mm-hmm. you get it out, they don't mm-hmm. want to do. They don't. They're not necessarily innovators in any way. They're just copycats. You well, know? that's so you, know, you know. You know that was one of the biggest for Grind King. One of my biggest pet peeves 
Um, although now I look back as sort of like, hey, that was good. They were always copying me. But I always had a problem. Every time I came out with a product, it was copied. And the worst case scenario of that was just the one that really got me the, the hurt me the most was when I invented bridge bolts. Mm -hmm. Remember bridge mm -hmm. bolts? Mm -hmm. So I came out with bridge bolts. And, and I, I'm thinking, okay, well, I've got to get an ad. You know, this is a new product. It's, it's a new innovation. So I, I call Thrasher Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, hey, I, I want to put an ad in for this new thing called Bridge Bolts. And they're all like, oh, uh, and I, I tell them about it. And they go, well, you know, we, we don't have any ad space. Uh, there's no ad space. I'm thinking like, no ad space? It's just a little ad. I want to do a little ad. Well, I'm sorry. We don't have ad space this month. The very next issue. The very next issue, they have U-Bolts, a knockoff product. Oh, and they made those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very next. And then what really got me is they didn't, I spent months and months engineering because it was difficult to keep them from breaking. So yeah. I had to come up with an innovation yeah. on, the, on how I bent the ends mm -hmm. to make it so they wouldn't break. They didn't spend any time engineering. They just took they, it. To, they got one they of just, yours and copied they, it. They just they, they yeah. didn't even copy mine. They just bent a piece of metal. Oh. So they were breaking left and right. Yeah. And kids were sending their... Back to you. To me, thinking they were bridge bolts. That's funny you say that. <laughs> so that I, was really I, pissing me I, off. I made hardware um, for my standard trucks. And I, I and first I call them lightning bolt. Then lightning bolt, the surf guy threatened to sue me. So I mm -hmm. said... And actually, I literally told him. I called him. I said, well, first thing, you have a single tier bolt. And I put... Mm -hmm. two tiers on it and it just said and they're called they're bolts they're called lightning bolts by standard trucks i go so fuck off and when i'm done selling them i'll respectfully change the name but i'm not going to change all my packaging and all that mm -hmm. and then they invited me down and asked me if i would license the brand it was funny yeah, how it yeah. went it was like so we made friends out of what yeah. started as a legal letter uh but uh I, I made hardware, and I eventually called them bugle bolts because they were shaped kind of more like a bugle. Oh yeah, you know, I remember, everything I remember, has a V. I remember the bugle well, because bolts, they yeah. they didn't mm -hmm. dig into your board. That mm -hmm. was the one thing. Mm -hmm. that, you know, yeah, like they, like uh, drywall screws. Yeah, yeah. And, and and exactly, they were a lot more like drywalls. And I had to make special tooling for it, and I had to have them custom made. Mm -hmm. I didn't just buy bulk, you know, bolts mm -hmm. like everybody else did and put them in a ba in a bag, and uh, and it was funny. I used to, but I used to have on my Acme thing. This I think even before I made that bolt. Um, as a checkbox when people would send boards back for warranty, mm -hmm. it would be like, you know, you totally broke this board. We're not giving you a new one. Oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of iffy, but here's one anyways. And one would say, we're giving you a new board, but you should send it back to Shorty's because they made those big, wide, fat head things that were yeah. digging three and a half plies into your board when you yeah. tightened it down. Yeah. So you, you basically cracked your board, putting your bolts on, and all you had to do was put pressure, mm -hmm. and the crack just further went out and broke the board. So exactly. it was like they were selling a lot of bolts with a lot of you know, cool guys riding for them, but mm -hmm. the bolts definitely, there's zero you know, extra, you know, in performance as far mm -hmm. as that. So, yeah, so I feel you on the performance because my little lightning bolt turned bugle bolt, mm -hmm. it actually helped yeah, you break your board a, subtle, a little less. Subtle, you know, it's like, subtle yeah. engineering yeah. difference, but it, it And it took money, it took a couple thousand dollars mm -hmm. in tooling to have it made. Yeah. And the bolts where everyone probably paid four cents yeah. for a bolt, I was paying six because I had mm -hmm. them made. I didn't just, And And, you, you know, know. I want to bring up because you're, you know, you're also of, of the same mindset that, you know, it's important to... Um, you know, not just I'm not just trying to say support grinding, but I, it's important to support innovation in general in the industry because otherwise you get no progression. That's the trouble with with I think having the monopoly and and like you say, you, you look at Thrasher as almost a catalog for their own stuff. Is that you know when when it if if you if it if you have an industry where it's such a difficult entry point. Then these people that have all these great ideas can never enter the market. Oh, you're right. They can't pierce the veil. And they can't pierce and the it's veil. Tough. And so it's, that that stifles the growth of skateboarding. It's tough. I mean, our, our PowerFlex thing. You know, I mean, it's it's you know we don't lose money, but we don't make tons of money. It's 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 a. Uh, you know, we're we're reorganizing for this year what mm -hmm. we're doing. Like, but we've literally called dealers who will be like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, we've heard those wheels are really rad, but we don't care. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like because they they've gotten so well, it, lazy. It, it, it's, yeah, they're like it, I can like yes. then you'll probably get a little bit of that too. Like yeah, I can sell indie all day long. Why the fuck right. do I want to exactly. grind exactly? And then it's they like, don't understand that that the reason why you want to have this this dif- some differentiation in the products is otherwise innovation just stops. It and does. it'll be the year two thousand three hundred, and we'll be still riding well, the same well, trucks. How no. sad is it that I mean, the most yeah. innovation in trucks literally happened in longboarding in the last twenty years? Really, I mean, not twenty, but fifteen, where like that. I mean, literally, most of skateboard trucks didn't do much different, and then these longboard guys were trying everything. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, whether yeah. it was great or bad, there's actually or that, more innovations trying, like, in like, longboarding uh, in general in, in some of the stuff because that they were they were kind of not breaking out of the the typical skateboard that was everyone wants to be seven exactly ply the same. popsicle. Yeah, they so, were building yeah. drop downs, yeah, longboard, so, yeah, wide so boards, bevels. Longboard you know, was like, there was a lot of more innovation, yeah. and then you know it, it but for some reason i don't know why the longboarding thing has slowed down a little bit well but, let's face it those yeah. boards last forever yeah you know what i mean oh, like except for the few guys that bomb hills and burn mm-hmm. wheels wheels is probably the only real replacement yeah. market mm-hmm. a good set of longboard trucks you're not grinding mm-hmm. them you're not smashing them mm-hmm. anything they might last you a decade right you know what i mean so right. the only reason That's you're true. buying them is to expand your quiver and the only person who can expand a longboard quiver is a rich dude who can afford to spend two and three hundred dollars a board and have ten boards i mean like you know, whereas skateboarding is fueled by the $100 and under market, the kids just getting a board, breaking it, it's buying one part at a time, it's really accessible. So just in volume, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to be in that shortboard market. And then the longboard market now got super saturated. Yeah. So, uh, but, but I think skateboarding is, is a sport and, and turning into now more of even, you know, an Olympic sport, which is going to, I think, be It's going to create good, awareness. I don't know, because every four years... You know, it's going to take maybe a few cycles of that mm-hmm. to see if it really changes anything. Olympics, but, you mean? Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's just, well, I, I, credibility. It's going to make I, cities. I think, I think it's definitely going to change things, uh, in my opinion, because it, there's a lot of the mainstream that will take notice. I mean, it may, of course, the core scares are like, yeah, fuck the Olympics or whatever. Yeah. And I get that. But you, you just know? ignore them because they don't really drive the reality. And they're not buying most of the skateboards in reality either. I mean, the core is is the core. But the but the 90% of the rest of the market is, you know, the average skater is never going to be a pro. He's never going to be even that great compared to what we can we know as a yeah. good skater. But they're the ones buying stuff, and and you know when it when you have something the Olympics coming along, you're bringing a, a, another chapter in skateboarding. You know now it's becoming accepted as it's an athlete. It's not like just a, a trendy yeah. thing. It's it's an athlete. It's a, you know you're going well, I up agree. against. I mean, the, 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 there's been everyone. this trend perception yeah. for years. People are like and, skateboarding and is this new thing. It's like it, I've been it, skateboarding it, for forty years. I mean, come people. on, Sk- new, skateboarders you know? are. I mean, if, in terms of athleticism, I mean, there's no comparison from, you know, ribbon twirlers to uh, skateboarders. Yeah. I mean, the, well, I mean, and the young ones, the new ones, especially you look mm-hmm. at those like Park Series kids, mm-hmm. they're yeah. athletes. Yeah, they're, 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 they're conditioned. I mean, they're not they can do freaking not, four minute well, beyond, runs if beyond, you let them. Beyond you know, it's like, athleticism, you know. they're, they're putting their neck on the line. They like, are. I mean, yeah, skateboarders, they, you know, you look at some of the things, Olympics, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see a pole vaulter or something, but you're not dealing with the same risk. That a skateboarder puts on his life on the line sometimes no. oh, to do right. their things. So you know this is why, of course, I think what's, it's like what, daredevil what, sports what, being what, added to the Olympics. What, what, you know, like, what, what Olympics is going to do to skateboarding isn't nearly what skateboarding is going to do to the Olympics. Well, that's skateboarding is that, going to bring Olympics an yeah. exciting. Chop, well, and that's why know. the Olympics wants it. Yeah, and that's the course. bummer of why it gets sort of like dragged in there uh, the, the skateboard industry's biggest problems i've been going to olympic mm. meetings like that for 10 or 15 years just as far as give my input listen um and i've watched where it basically got hijacked 
really for monetary, monetary purpose. You can see people were trying to get involved so they could be, get, get a director position and get mm-hmm. a big salary and they'll, they'll find some big sponsors and all that. And my thing was like, the biggest thing you need to do is make sure skateboarders really control what happens in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. One of the saddest things I see coming out of the Olympics is the, really the, the fact that the street event is going to be done in street league format, mm-hmm. which is the least... I don't know how you say it, um, real competitive format as far as finding who the best street skater is. 98% mm-hmm. of the world, their street contests are like your minute-long Why, do you, minute think, long why run. do you think they chose that? Um, because popularity. Because okay. of because of the, the, the cool guy club is behind it. I mean, they, mm. they stepped over the reality of the logic of what determines the best athlete to go with what's the most popular in mm. the cool club of skateboarding. Okay, it's like, it's, it would be like street league, in the Olympics is kind of like taking gymnastics in the Olympics mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. and taking away the floor exercise and taking away the bar routines and taking mm-hmm. and just going we're doing six vaults and we're going to pick the right. best Olympian okay. by their sick by their vault scores it's like you know people would yawn and stop watching the Olympics if all we got to watch was the vault to right. be honest that's the one event like ah it's cool all right they did 10 vaults no get back to the floor routine i want to watch mm-hmm. people do 25 gnarly things in a row that's what i want to see in a skateboard mm-hmm. too i want to see the guy who goes in that course mm-hmm. hits that rail blasts over that that little freaking quarter pipe, launches off something. You know, like, I want to see how they flow. I want to see how they land. Right. I want to see their style. And when you make it all about one trick, that's just the vault. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so, so that's that, a, it's a that best really, trick that, of it. That's all it's going to be? Is, no. well, that, that's, that's how what Street League really? is. Street League is... Is I think at most there's like there's like one line portion where like you can do two or three tricks down okay. one line. There's one full, one or two full course runs, right. and then like five out of the seven things that make up your score are okay. single trick huh. hits. Well, what um, about the things. vert stuff? Um, the vert stuff is going to be the like the park they call it the part series, which mm-hmm. is that big flowing bowl, okay. and that'll be timed or whatever like that. And yeah. That that'll be easy because that's that's yeah, like yeah. you watch style, yeah. speed, flow. Right. Yeah. Um, even that there's a little bit of weirdness because there's so mm-hmm. much crossover from the the street culture into the judging and stuff like that. Yeah, they, okay. they judge a guy who does a kickflip as if he did the most marvelous thing ever when a guy goes Mach 7000 doing the most gnarly, crazy, skillful, mm-hmm. you know, fluid, mm-hmm. grinding lip slides. Yeah. Like, oh no, but he did a kickflip, he wins. Right, it's right, like, but the rest okay. of his run sucked. Oh no, but he did a kickflip, he mm-hmm. wins. I mean, it's like, and it's really frustrating to watch. Yeah. Huh. Um, but it's a lot, it's a lot more likely to pick the best skater because yeah. when Pedro Barros goes out there and freaking dominates you can't it's hard to, it's hard to deny him you know what I mean yeah. so um, but they will they'll, they'll give a guy close to him who didn't skate half as good as him but because he did something they call technical right. that was where the street culture changed the whole technical thing is, like, is Pedro Barros going to be know, in the Olympics um, I don't know it's oh, good. Okay. I mean he rides for Brazil one of, the, one of the weird things about the, at least the start in the Olympics is it's not being done like most Olympic sports because I think it's a, a trial period or like that so they're picking like a limited number of people around the world not like there's not like two US guys and two Mexican guys and two Spanish guys like that so countries aren't really allowed to send their athletes some countries can have no athletes in well, there well it's interesting you know? what will be interesting for for me to see and everyone will I'm sure skateboarding will keep their eyes on this is that you know you're bringing a culture that really is a uh, you know a, a uh, uh, rebellious culture into something that's very Structured, yeah, very yeah. clean cut, no. you know, and so that's going to be interesting. That it's going to shift the Olympic. Well, and the hard thing is that from the street league thing looks athletic because it's really the. I mean, the scoring's bitch, and you see it live. You see how it's going. There's a lot of cool things about street league that mm-hmm. appears on the surface. It just doesn't show you who the best skater is. Mm-hmm. I've had some guys from that kind of culture look at me like you're crazy. Of course, it shows you who the best skater is. 
Now, the guy who does the best trick isn't the best skater. You take those guys that you call the best guys of street league, and let me just go watch them ride a, a street course at a skate park for a half hour. I'll tell you who the, t the top two or three guys are. They're probably not going to be the guys that win your contest. One of them might be. But the thing is, you just made a format where certain guys practice. They're so good at their technical skills. But... Doing one technical trick, I'm sorry, I've been skateboarding for 40 years. I've watched so many generations of skateboarders. There's always been a one-hit wonder at the skate park. We came for a contest, it's gonna be a pro event. If we, if the guy who won the contest was the guy who did the one gnarliest air, it might've been some local kid. But the guy who won the contest was the guy who came and ripped the whole thing, right? You know, So they're taking that aspect out of it and making it like, no, but whoever did the gnarliest one trick on that thing, he's the best skateboarder. No, he's, he, he should win the best trick contest. Mm -hmm. You should make it one event like vault. Street league single trick thing should be, mm -hmm. the, should be the vault. And then they should have uh, the full course thing as just the full course because I want to see. That's the best skateboarder. The one who rides that whole course the best for a minute he, and, and does the most gnarly technical combination of things like that for his whole run. You know, and anyone can argue all day long. I know that's just, that's crafted, that's crafting the competition to match the video generation. Right. Who's all right. about capturing that one thing on video. So you're, you're, it's an altered reality. And a lot of the guys grew up in a state of altered reality. So they just want to keep pushing the altered reality. I actually had someone come up to me and I won't use names, but someone who's actually was involved in the company building all the stuff for the event. And they said, I remember that meeting. They had a meeting at the agenda show and someone told me in the show, I didn't know the meeting was taking place. So you can go to that, that meeting at three o'clock at what meeting? Oh, it's like an Olympic update meeting. This is probably a year and a half ago. And I go, no, but I'll, I'll go check it out. And I go in the room, typical industry meeting, 200 guys in the room, but there are people from all over the world because they were all interested in the, this update in the Olympics. And when they started talking about the formatting and how they're doing that, and they said, you know, we're in we're a street league format for the um, for the street. I, I turn around, look at the Bostics who run World Cup skateboarding forever. I go, do you guys use street league format? They're like, no. I look at uh, Brian Schaefer, skate park at Tampa, and does all the Tampa Am and Pampa Pro, some of the biggest contests. And I ask him, do you do street league format? No. I look around some of the other guys in the room, do you do street league format? And like, and I look at these guys and go, no one in the world uses street league format. Why would you use a format which not only doesn't pick the best skater, it just picks someone who did the best trick. Why would you call that the Olympic thing and have the rest of the world now have to start changing how their athletes even train for the Olympics? And and, and, and their answer was, well, the best guy usually wins anyways. That's yeah. what they said. I go, anyways? Like, I mean, this is Olympics. I mean, you should be taking this shit seriously and making it up. We want to find out who the best skater is, not the best guy who does a trick. So, but the, but the whole point coming back to that, so this guy comes up to me and now they're trying to format it and prepare it for the Olympics. And he pulls me aside when I'm riding a park. He goes, yeah. You know, we're kind of scratching our head like, what's Jim talking about? Now we have to plan it? Now we get it. This doesn't make any fucking sense, mm -hmm. you know, that this is going to be the format we're going to use for the Olympics. It does, it's, not, it's not how the Olympics does things. The Olympics judges, you know, athletes in things, you know, that, mm. and, and maybe maybe they should call it the skateboarding decathlon, and then those yeah. each <laughs> obstacle is considered like a like a thing, which, which, let's face it, they're not that much different. This rail and that ledge and whatever, but right, in a right. sense, they're kind of doing that, trying to add your scores up and call you the winner, the like the decathlon winner, but... I don't know. I just to me, the best street skater is the one who rips that whole course. They can modify the course and argue about what's in it, yeah. rails, ledges, how they do it, how much tranny versus not tranny. I get all that, but the reality is, the best skater is the guy I just watch going over and over again. I think when a guy steps off his board and walks with it and starts again, boom! That should be such a deduction. I want to see guys ride their skateboards, <clears throat> right. stay on their fucking skateboards. That's real skateboarding. What if we did a vert, a vert ramp? Guy dropped in, did three tricks, and then stopped. <clears throat> 
walked over five feet, put his tail down, started again. Right, <laughs> He'd be right. laughing at him. I'm like, what? Because you can't keep going? So there's, they've, they've changed a lot of rules now in, in the way those contests are running. Well, you know, I mean... They need a pole shoved up their ass. But need. skateboards, you know, skateboarders know that we like to break rules, so... I know. So and that's that, the thing. That, these that, guys have made rules. Yeah, the new so, generation of guys yeah, that took over. The best thing that could happen is someone, you know, does something so, uh, you know against the rules and skateboarding olympics that he gets thrown out of there be the best best thing for his career is i got thrown out of the olympics yeah and it'll happen there's been a couple guys that have already were suspended because they got tested for smoking yeah. weed you know so there's one of the first tests you know yeah, there's a couple so, guys that uh, got but, but either way i mean i mean what is up super excited about a new sponsor for my show true classic tees they're based in la and their t-shirt company that's on the rise t-shirts are soft they hold up in the wash and they're incredibly versatile you can wear them out you can wear them to work out or around the house it sounds like we're going to be hanging around the house a lot more for at least a little while um, the best part they're incredibly cheap only 15 bucks and now you can get them for even less Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code BLEAV for 20% off. That's BLEAV, believe. BLEAV at trueclassictees.com. Check it out. Bottom line, though, I think the Olympics <coughs> will help skateboarding because it's getting it into the mainstream and, well, and, and, and it's getting recognized as 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 it should have well, as an athlete. Let's face it, we have skate parks athletes. all over the country now. Okay, yeah. you know, I've been a big skate park advocate and and uh, and I think that skate parks are great. I think you know most cities should probably have two or three of them based on the number of skaters they have sure. and what they do. But a lot of cities still hesitate. They mm -hmm. still have that perception that which, it's which, not. But this may change. This may that's change. What I mean. That's why. Yeah. That's the point is. That will take some cities, especially more yeah. conservative, say Midwest areas and, like that, where well, they haven't and, done it. And, and they're going to go. And countries let, let like the, China yeah. and, and other countries. Well, they're, they're, we're going to yeah. get our ass handed to us probably in the Olympics by well, Japan Chinese, and Brazil. Ch Chinese, uh, and not by China, but China is taking it very seriously. They actually yeah. have almost like a military approach well, to Well, four team. years from now, they will probably yeah. be on our ass. I don't yeah. think they're there yet. No, no. But they're guarantee not. they're trying. They're trying. But the Japanese, are there, they're, they're, they're coming on so strong. Yeah, the Japanese. There's so many good Japanese skaters. Guy. Yeah, I mean, he's oh, and the, the, the and the and the young kids that are yeah. coming up, their little tranny no, riders, they, and, and, and the fact that it's in Japan, I mean, it's a double whammy for. I think mean, Japan's gonna. I, this, I, from what I've heard already, skateboarding yeah. is booming. Them and Brazilians. I mean, yeah. I'm like, you and know, if I was like, a betting man, I'd probably be yeah. betting on Brazil well, and Japan. I, I, so. I, now, I was just talking to uh, uh, Satoshi about uh, Pedro Barros on the way down, and how I respect how that guy's just you know next level taken and he's uh, honestly you know it's rad all the years I, i've known him since he was first out here and, and we'd go skate somewhere he also paid a lot of respect like mm -hmm. he would like nod like for me to take 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 a run when he was so good he could have snaked every run or whatever like that you know what i mean he like mm -hmm. he he respected what was around him and stuff like that yeah, so, so he's uh, got the, he, he's he adapted got, yeah. in nicely and slowly and his style his, his yeah. you know skills just kept getting better and better and then it was like at some point it was like holy shit yeah I know. where did this little freaking machine <laughs> yeah. come from you know it's like uh Put an extra processor in that computer. Yeah. You know, like. yeah, it's like no fear. So yeah, Pedro. Pedro's amazing. I, I hope he makes it to the Olympics. I don't see why he wouldn't. You know, but I get it. I don't. I, 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 that's one thing I hate to say about it. Being pretty involved in skateboarding, I truly don't fully understand how they're going to pick the Olympics. Um, yeah. The Olympic athletes. Yeah, and, and from be, what I understand, well, unfortunately, there's always politics involved when you. Get well, to what those I've learned too, too is that there's not really a system, a real system. It's not truly a qualification system. The best people qualify. It's sort of that, but from what I understand, they can still just grab someone and place them in there hmm. if they think they're going to bring uh, yeah. viewership and so on right. and so forth. So in a sense, it becomes well, a corporate, there, becomes there, a corporate there, it event. Be, it has you know? to be some PC going on to where they're, you know, because they've got viewers that are, 
you know, they may be offended if someone comes in there and he's got too many tattoos and he looks crazy and he's been smoking weed. I mean, yeah. I, I, I understand. Well, the weed part, that's just a rule in general. Yeah. That, they just have to live with that. Yeah. You have to choose, like, I can't be in the Olympics if I like to get high every yeah. day. And they, yeah. they, they test every other guy, whether he rides a bicycle or throws a javelin, and they can't do it either. So if that's the level you want to compete on, yeah. they have to compete on it. Yeah. You know? so, you and know, if the world's changed to where weed's legal everywhere and they decide that someday weed's not going to be illegal mm -hmm. then all the athletes can use it from every sport whether you're a marathon runner or a skateboarder well, i think but i think they should create a special olympics for just weed sport. weed olympics weed olympics well, you do parties <laughs> you start planning yeah, i know right you may I know. have the <laughs> the weed <laughs> the weed olympics <laughs> in fact you can't skate in it if yeah, you don't consume yeah, yeah, a certain yeah, like you, uh, yeah, you the, have to be a certain high. amount of grams or whatever it is you have to add, <laughs> you have to have three gummies 15 minutes before your heat or you yeah, can't yeah, compete exactly. like sorry man you know? you're you're just too straight i think man. we have an amazing idea in fact this idea is the one's gonna be stole we're gonna <laughs> yeah. have a red bull yeah, okay, gummy we'll, gummy we'll, cbd we'll start the you know? we'll start the weed olympics <laughs> the weed olympics yeah, yeah. <laughs> trademark copyright 2020 the Cassell Gray Corporation Limited. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's pretty funny. That's funny. So, uh, so what else you want to talk about? Well, you know, I I, I think you know I, I, the the one thing that um, just came out with, which is creating some little controversy, I guess, is the spark truck. And um, you know, I, I I created that truck because, and it's funny because I I I, I created it. I you know I started getting a patent on it. And found out there was actually a, a spark truck done years ago by Tracker. Uh huh. Yeah, um, I actually have one somewhere in a yeah, cabinet. Yeah. So, so I, I was uh, like, damn! I, I thought I was the first one to come. I thought they made it for somebody else. Well, I, I don't, they, they made, made it. They, they made it. I don't, it never really think, took off, but yeah. I never, I didn't know about it. And then I found yeah. out when I was. Someone said there was someone else did. I was like, no, couldn't. Torch. Have done. They called it Torch. Torch. There you go. So I was like, fuck! Someone else did, but they, it didn't go anywhere. So I, I relaunched a, a truck that has sparks. And uh, the way I did it was to, uh, I, I didn't change the truck at all. So it doesn't affect the performance at all in terms of, uh, you know, there's no difference in how the truck rides. Yeah. But what I, and some people will talk to you, hey, it's a gimmick. It's, yeah, of course it's a gimmick. What are board graphics? I mean, any paint job is a gimmick in a sense. Yeah, I just and tell people me, don't write it if you don't want yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. You know? The one thing I will say it, it for sure, it may not increase the performance. It doesn't add any performance. But I, I know for a fact, because we've been watching and you know, just seeing the reaction, the the fun level goes up. Well, you know what's funny? One of those it wheels, the, the sunset wheels with the with mm -hmm. the little lights in them. Okay, yeah. I got some of those, and the yeah. only thing I didn't like about them is again, the urethane in China has not come as far as trucks. You know, I mean, uh, it's gotten and, better. Uh, it's gotten better, it's but gotten it's definitely better. not. You know, um, maybe not as I, good as some yeah. of the stuff here. For yeah, sure. you know, yeah. I still make my stuff here because mm -hmm. I think it's it way outperforms what I've seen from there. Mm -hmm. But as far as those those lit lighted wheels, I loved them. I put them on a board and I'd ride them around in the parking lot. Well, I, I love. Mean, it was so fun it, it videotaping it, your wheels. You know, that you're adding fun. Fun. Performance is one thing. I wish they were better quality. So you gave me quality. I want to ride a pair of trucks. I'd say if I had to pick before. Between performance and fun, I I think I fun is is I mean you, if you're not having fun, I mean it's not don't do it. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Okay, all right. So I'm checking out some. Uh, so those are the the, the disruptors. Grinders. Okay, no, the, they're the grind. They're the dis, but we'll disruptor one, truck with the, the spark. The well, spark. that one's okay. called the spark because it makes it easy for people to know. Killer. Um, so you can see also I have, I've put this wasn't also uh, done before. Where oh it's wow, how rad! It's on the nose. So you can do nose. So I won't slides. be doing any nose sparks, but I can do, <clears throat> yeah, I can do yeah. some uh, regular coping sparks. Yeah. And, if, and, you know. and I would say what really is fun to watch is if you put, if you ride them at, at dusk or at night, I mean, the they're, they're very bright sparks. Is that a new style nut in the? 
Uh, that's a nut that I invented that it, yeah. it locks in. No, it just looks. I mean, it actually yeah. looks uh, really good for locking in. Is this different than the ones you used before? No, it's it's similar to okay. the one I had. It's in, been a while. Yeah, Venice. I like that. So let's talk about Venice. Yeah, just well, really. You quick. notice the backwards end that's on purpose. I, mean, I was I always put my ends. Oh. Brian King will have backwards ends. I like that. Then so will Venice. So, um, but so, the, so did you feel part of the Venice skate culture? Or did you feel like you well, were made you know, to be a different outsider? I was well, just curious. Uh, we, being that I was, you know, we, we did, you know, I did the Jay Adams truck, Jay. Jay okay, so that definitely and, holds you in the crew. And, yeah. and, I, and I did Dogtown for, okay. for, you know, for. Oh, did you have it licensed for a while? For years, yeah, with yeah. Jim Muir. You know, he licensed me Dogtown, of course. You know, I, I wasn't actually a Dogtown rider, but I was always part. I was, I remember skating pools back in when Jay was around. It was like a big deal. He was always my favorite skater. So it was such an honor to make the Jay Adams truck. Um, for Jay, dude, I was honored a couple times that he texted me a few years before he died yeah. and just said like, "Let's go skate yeah. a pool," yeah. or, and, and, or like and, once he saw a picture of me, he goes, "That's like Mac cover worthy." I'm like, I was so honored. I have a picture next door. I'll have to show you before you leave. And he of was him a, laying on his belly taking a I mean, picture of me doing so the grind. I was so stoked. As you know, he yeah. inspired so many people. And when he told me when I first came out with the the, the kingpin invention, so a lot of people don't know that. You know the the grind king is unique because it has a, a, a grinding kingpin. Yeah, and that's how and, that, that's and not the, a nut. It's going it, the it's, reverse it's, direction, it's which I think is. It and is. that's how I got the name grind king because yeah. it was a grinding kingpin, grind king. So, and Jay, when he saw that, he says, he I remember him never forget. He goes, dude, everyone's gonna have that in their trucks one day. And I was just like, really? And he was. Well, just, and here's the thing about that: everyone probably should, um, but those guys that have so much of the market, they. They again. They have that influence by their whispers on the street. Oh yeah, that's not. That's it's no big deal. That's nothing different. That's nothing. You know. But if they did it, it would change overnight. Yeah. You know. It, exactly. It's funny when I mentioned that you. I think you might have been. Were you the first person who did an all four hole pattern? Well, I, well here's here's the story of the four hole pattern. There was originally, as you know, the the four holes were were longer. They yeah. Were out here. Yeah. And um, so I came out with my my very first truck. Because I have this curved base, it was a hollow base plate. It was yeah. different from other trucks that yeah. have the flat yeah. base plate, and I did that for weight and strength. So I come out with a, a truck with a curved base plate, and I had the four holes in the old position. Well, overnight, as soon as I come out with a the truck, they go, "We're changing the hole pattern." And so my trucks were obsolete. They, oh, they, wow. won't, they won't fit the board. You had to re. So, you, but you modified it then. Right? I had so, to quickly yeah. modify it because well, so, my trucks were obsolete. As soon as I they did that, I couldn't change the whole pattern because my base plate was like curved there. Well, what so happened? So I had to redesign yeah. another truck, which then went to what I did the only the small before. four. Yeah. yeah, and then when I, and I came That's out standard. That's why I had to I do came that. Out standard though. after yeah. that, because I'm pretty sure you did it. Because I was just I did, like, well, why? I made they, a four hole only. And I thought it was dumb. It's like, why if it's if it's going to be this new hole pattern, why do you need? I'm not going to. No one's going to use the other holes. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Well, some, I mean, for a while, some people did actually. Some people to be did. honest, yeah. I, 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 I'm pretty sure it was Jinx's idea, but when I did Acme, I did Channel One, mm -hmm. and Jinx was was doing was Channel One with me at Acme. And we, uh, and Paul Schmidt made our boards before we started making our own. Mm -hmm. So it was I don't know what year it was ninety two or ninety three whatever. But the the people started six hole drilling boards um, to, to to drill those at first, the, those at ones first. back at it first. Was a yeah. transition. And there, but we were the ones who forced the change. But then it was we, then we, but yeah but then it was just like no more. And I was just like I'm well, but, I well I'm, and I apologize if we had something to do with that. But we did. Well, we actually told Paul because Paul just shut down over Christmas, yeah. and I told him here's the deal. He was talking about like. Shipping a drill bit to people. I thought and they might they have did it just because it like, I did you know, the trucks, but probably not. But uh, what what was the reason? For well, it? no. What happens? I, well, the reason was people were grinding. Were obviously they were grinding their bolts. They were hitting their bolts. Ah, they were grinding the, on that things. That was the reason. Okay. And exactly, and they were sticking out too far. So they 
They started drilling them back as a secondary thing. Then they started six hole drilling boards. Well, we were making Acme and Channel One, all the brands we made, and Paul Schmidt made our stuff. He made Black Label, he made Planet Earth, he made Girl, all that. And we and we basically Jinx is like, man, we should we should just tell Paul to do small. And I basically and so we called Paul and we go, you know what, dude? When you shut down over Christmas, you need to fucking change that shit to all four small because then those guys will have to change their their four. Oh, uh, so it was you that yeah, well, but, but, no, <laughs> yeah, but no, the people yeah. started doing the double drilling that made it go small. That's okay. We just tried to make it so they didn't put six but, holes but in boards see, and all your noses and tails snapped Now that off, you explained you know? it, it, I understood it, that was that. That's good. It's a progression again. Yeah. You're, you're, because those guys would have waited for yeah. two years, let everyone break their boards. It was They'd a functional, their nose progr- and tails functional off progression and, of skateboarding. To me, the idea of making a brand where I know they're going to put their holes in the sort four and just snap their nose off, and they're going to be sending me boards back mm-hmm. too and thinking that I made them less than a good board and all that we just didn't like the idea of making yeah. less so we okay. kind of pushed for Paul uh. to do it and he changed his drill heads over, yeah, the, over that one that. Christmas yeah. and then uh, and then I think that <laughs> co- cost people like and, put it this way these guys aren't leaders they're followers we yeah. took a leadership stance and they had to follow yeah so um, yeah, yeah yeah you know no, and, and it worked it better be caused and, me and it was because we weren't made... just one mm-hmm. we were we were like I said between us we were Acme Channel One Formula One blah 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 mm-hmm. Planet Earth all the brands that Paul made, all his New Deal stuff, where that was that was probably like thirty or forty percent of the market for that little given time. So right. that forced the thing. You were one truck guy, and nobody else wanted to change. Yeah, that's why I didn't change. This this reverse kingpin should have changed years ago for everybody. No, no one should have a nut sticking up. Well, yeah, it that, doesn't that make catches and grips yeah. and so on and so forth. They really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, nobody's going to innovate until the big guys. It was also sublimation. We used to sublimate skateboards because we also could do it in house. You know, mm-hmm. slick bottoms or like that. We mm-hmm. did that on wood as well as slick bottoms. But because the people that made like World's Boards mm-hmm. and all the guys that were the most popular brands mm-hmm. didn't sublimate, they just said, oh, that sublimation stuff is stupid. Yeah. What do you mean? We make full photographic graphics right. on wood that's better than what you're doing. Well, but it's, it's because, again, when you've got someone you know, like that, they can, pers- in the mind of the average scare, they, they believe. Yeah, we, could, we couldn't yeah. rise above the perception. And so you couldn't not, change a market to something better. You know, It's like, um, uh, you know, in politics, same thing. Someone says, says a thing, it's completely a bullshit thing and everyone just... They just believe it if it's said enough times. Well, now, okay, like I'll admit, I was I was narrow-minded on the heat transfer because mm-hmm. you know we screened printed boards. I used to print a thousand boards mm-hmm. a day for Alien Workshop. All these people, mm-hmm. we used to print for Paul Schmidt and while we were making boards. Right. You know, I was like crazy. So. Uh, Someone's like, oh, they're doing all this heat transfer. Do you want to try it? I thought it was like a sticker. I don't want to fucking put a sticker on a skateboard. Yeah. That's so not really putting yeah, a sticker on it. Yeah, there's something of a, and uh, the old school but, art. But the that, reality yeah. is, in reality, the heat transfers themselves are screen printed onto a, a sheet and then basically heat pressed onto the right. skateboard. Uh-huh. They still are screen printed graphics. True. And they actually True. can do them in more detail than they used to be able to do screen mm-hmm. printing and so on and so forth. We didn't have to have curved screens. They could be done flat. So there was a lot of progression in that but mm-hmm. me personally was at my factory when the guy Woody who was the first guy I brought him out there brought him in I want to fuck sticker on my board go away you know it took me two years later before you know print tens of thousands of more boards by screen printed before right. I realized like I guess I'll try when I go it's not what I thought it was I thought it was a stupid sticker it's actually paint you're yeah. just transferring the paint on the skateboard in a different way but there's still a lot of people to this day really purists like that purists that yeah. think they want screen printed and yeah. it's uh, and, and well, I, I do are, understand that too and I'm fine with it you know, like, certain, certain art you know the graphics can be. Well, they look a little different. So you can see the lines, you know, the overlap, the traps, and all that. You see the wood and yeah. whatever. You know, but I it, agree. But it, but it is interesting how perception drives. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Exactly. So and that's why it's important to 
you know, sometimes you have to get someone that has credibility or an influencer to like endorse your thing. I, I you know, I get that too. That's kind of an important part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. But you guys were, I mean, it's funny when Day One was in here, he was my literally first uh, um, podcast we put up. You know, he talked about how his whole flap in his trucks thing came because he he used to beat the shit out of his grind king so much yeah that he would loosen him up and he wouldn't have a he wouldn't have anything with him to tighten him so he manually loosened his trucks and by bashing them into he, things he and liked, he liked it yeah. again you know again you know, a lot of skaters um, would say that i can't stand like i wouldn't like that no no but, dude, but everybody's he, different he doesn't even ride he doesn't even ride a bushing in his truck anymore i know he rides washers which blows my and mind so he, yeah so, you know? so she's been riding washers. i'm like what are you doing he's just like this is you know i like it this way i'm like all right so there, i mean it's so so I guess obviously as a truck guy, you got to think, how do we make a hybrid version of that? Do we make a mm -hmm. stubby bushing? The washers sit on top of us. There's still at least a bushing, mm -hmm. so you don't have metal on metal. That's kind yeah. of there's got to be yeah. a an in between. Well, you know, you know so. I, again, it's 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 there. Every skater's different. There's yeah. no two alike. So you've got to make different stuff for different you know. Yeah, people. I, I like the know? spark thing because again, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Yeah. If you want to have, and for guys that like to buy different things and have a bunch of things, I mean, look at me, you're obviously looking at my quiver. I have piles full of boards mm -hmm. around here. I'll put it on a board and we go out. I can't wait to get a picture with sparks flying off. Yeah. You know? Well, now, now um, some, some kids just did this. Now, don't do this. Of course, I'm going to say don't do this. <laughs> you, they put gas. Gasoline, yeah, I guess. And, to light and, it. It, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely looked cool, but it's only for daredevil. Yeah, but if you, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't do that, kids, because yeah. if yeah. you slip off the top, land yeah. on the gasoline when yeah. it sparks and you or, end up being lit or on you fire, like burn down who knows what. So don't do it. Yeah. yeah. The idea is just to get a spark off your truck for your video to make yeah. it look extra yeah. cool, all right? So don't be doing stupid stuff, all yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Tie M80s to your trucks yeah, and see if you can light one on fire. Skateboards you know? are, you know, we don't do stupid stuff, you know. Well, even as far as philosophies, <laughs> I mean, skateboarders do, skateboarders are daredevils. Yeah. Uh, I used to tell a lot of my team guys, like, hey, here's the thing. You know, it's like, I, I want you to do whatever you feel that you want to do that's gnarly or like that. But I'm not going to be what I would hear some of the other guys. You got to go bigger. There's another kid willing to take your spot. Like I don't want my team guys in wheelchairs. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you don't have to ollie off a water tower if you don't want to. But if you want to, we'll send a photographer out there, or whatever like that, and do it. But I, I really, I'm hoping hey, when you well, when you're 20 now, when you're 35, I'm running into you with your wife and kids at the mall, you know, and say hi, hi, high five and passing. I don't want to watch you wheel by on your on your wheelchair because I told you you had to get gnarlier, you know. And uh, well, I think every skateboarder wants their middle name to be Danger, so. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, that's part of the fun. I mean, if it's not dangerous or, or, or but it should be driven by the skaters, yeah. not the industry. That's the thing. Exactly. When the industry yeah. pushes guys to hurt yeah. themselves by no, making yeah. them think, yeah. oh, you're going to be taken care of for life. Yeah, fuck no, you're not. We're going to throw you aside and grab a new guy and you're going to be limping the rest of your life and thinking like, man, those guys didn't look after I mean, me. Well, they I mean, weren't there to look after that's, you. That's the history of skateboard. I think skateboard leads all sports in the fact that everyone's pushing the the, the danger are. limit yeah. i mean look at what danny way used to do and what, what bob burnquist does with this i mean it's just like that's just nuts i don't <laughs> want to grind into the grand canyon personally yeah but, you know, that's i still can't believe he did that i'm gonna yeah. to grind a rail and then jump on a parachute yeah. into the grand canyon and that's, it's like how uh, much more can it's like how closer can i get to killing myself and i'm gonna do that you know <laughs> It's just, yeah. that's what everyone yeah. wants to watch though because I mean it's fun I mean it's it's definitely you gotta give props to those people oh, it is. No, I mean, e evil you know, the only downside to the whole thing is mm -hmm. that uh, of skateboarding becoming stunt boarding uh, you know what I mean literally yeah. is what they kind mm -hmm. of turned it into is the fun is promoted as a secondary thing uh, and, a, and a lot of pros whatever you see right mm -hmm. around you look at them and you go dude you're not even having fun 
It, it's all setting up your stunt. It's yeah. all focused on getting that stunt on film, how gnarly it can be. But I mean, be, but look at like, know. okay, like Jackass, for example. I mean, that's just total that's stupid. That's just wackiness. It's just yeah. wha beyond yeah. stupid. But I mean, every kid's every dream, dream, every kid's it. dream is being they a smart ass They want to yeah. watch that shit. No, I, to yeah, I totally so, agree. Yeah, so anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I still prefer skateboarding over stuntboarding, though. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I think whatever, yeah. you, whatever I ever want to do. Well, that's why. Wants also, you've got all your, you know, you're still able to walk and talk. <laughs> <laughs> you're still here. <laughs> and I still even have a few brain cells, um, not too many. Well, dude, I'm, I'm glad mm -hmm. you came in here. I, I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm stoked that Grind King's back. I, I, I seriously, like I said, I encourage you to freaking keep innovating and do battle. You know, I mean, just literally, just freaking do battle. Oh, okay. It's, well, uh, you 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 won't be disappointed. No, I love <laughs> it. I mean, it's uh, it's it's not easy, but uh, well, I'm here. I'm know. here to disrupt. I'll end it on that. <laughs> yeah, and skaters, if your skate shop carries it, respect it and buy it from them. If they don't, buy it direct or whatever. Because you know what? If the guys are getting lazy out there and not bringing in what you want, go find it yourself. You know, I mean, don't don't let the skate industry get lazy and tell you that right. they're just going to put the same old shit on the shelves. Exactly. You know, there is a lot of good product out there that you're not being shown, and uh, and, you, you. and you should go look for it. So. Well, th thanks, Jim. I appreciate no, that. Uh, I totally know, respect it. I'm glad. I'm glad you're back, man. That's. Uh, it, it's good to see, and and it's extra respect for doing trucks. Like I said, I I'm I'm stoked that i made trucks for the few years i did you know i mean i mean i took the easy route i had walt from going make my trucks for me i knew him and we were just friends and so he made me some tools and made me trucks and i just talked to him the other day actually he's nice. rad dude he's, nice. he's he's been retired for years but he's a super sweet guy and uh and it was fun to do that but i i have always been blown away how few people did you know mm -hmm. that all the guys that were super into making skateboards didn't make trucks you know, they kind of just tried to stay away. And I think part of it plays into that whole media stuff that, like, say, whatever, say, Paul Schmidt and New Deal and all that, they made wheel. If they made trucks, now they have less ability to get marketing in Thrasher mm -hmm. because they're now they're their competitor. Yeah, so a lot of those guys, I think, stayed yeah, out of the truck that's, market that's because point. they yeah. weren't, uh, because they needed their riders because safer. You get, you get coverage in Thrasher if your rider rides their trucks and wheels and so on and so mm -hmm. forth, right? So you don't have to ride all just their boards, but their, tr their trucks is where they dominate the market. Indie mm -hmm. Thunder Venture has been dominating for the market sure. for years. And if you uh, if your rider rides Ventures, he might still get coverage in Thrasher. But if you make your own truck, your rider is, is his likelihood of getting cover in Thrasher went way down. So mm -hmm. and since they're the primary media outlet, it's like it's like saying you can't get your shit on the news or you know, it's like said you're, there's no ad space available on our TV show for you because you're the wrong people. So um, I, I don't know if that ever factored. I never gave that second thought because I never gave a fuck. Well, you know, all, like, all I got to say is, I, you know, I want to steal some of that thunder by having some people venture out of the box and be independent. Well, so you know what? Here's, here's, here's your opportunity there, too. Uh, be truly independent. Yeah. yeah. The reality is, just like everything else, Thrasher's dying. Okay, you know, I mean, they are, whether they like it or not. Their magazine is dying. Um, the fact that they are a catalog will keep them around longer than anybody else because mm -hmm. as long as their brands stay alive, they they're like a hundred million dollar year clothing brand now. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that's like you know you know that's available everywhere. As long as they can sustain that, they're not going to stop printing that magazine. You know what I mean? So even yeah. if that magazine's losing a little bit of money, it's still an advertising source. So they'll hold on to the last minute. Well, but, you know, they, but all they, the other they, magazines, Transworld shut down, yeah. and there's yeah. you know, and and mm -hmm. and it's all online. It's all digital. Yeah, it's sad to see um, that. All yeah, the others they do have a digital mm -hmm. presence, and they'll remain mm -hmm. heavy there. But again, you have a lot more likelihood to to get noticed digitally. 
you know, uh, uh, versus in print. When print was where mm-hmm. everyone went, most of the kids well, today hey, aren't hey, even hey, looking hey, at their hey, magazine. There's this new generation, yeah. and that's yeah. the young kids I'm aren't the ones at. buying their magazine, yeah. so they're no, not. They're, I, they're I believe not, I yeah. believe in the new generation. I think they're smarter. I think they, their yeah. ability is going to be much better, and they and I think they're going to be uh, they're going to know what's up. Yeah, I agree. So you have access to them. So I say go after those guys. Right and, on. Uh, and and <laughs> times have definitely changed. So good good luck. Cool. Welcome back. Thank you, brother. And thanks for, for thanks for coming in. And thanks for giving me some trucks. I'm gonna go get a picture of some sparks flying off. Hell yeah! You know. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks right. for coming, brother. Thank you. See you guys later. Everybody, have a great day. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.